A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Friday the 11th of December and we are returning to Joshua chapter 24 verses 29 to the end. After these things, Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being 110 years old. And they buried him in his own inheritance at Timnath-serah, which is in the hill country of Ephraim, north of the mountain of Gash. Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua, and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, and had known all the work that the Lord did for Israel. As for the bones of Joseph, which the people of Israel brought up from Egypt, they buried them at Shechem, in the piece of land that Jacob bought from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of money. It became an inheritance of the descendants of Joseph. And Eleazar, the son of Aaron, died, and they buried him at Gibeah, the town of Phinehas, his son, which had been given him in the hill country of Ephraim. Now what we've been seeing is the story of Joshua, the story of conquest and occupation or settlement, uh, epitomized in Joshua and his priest Eleazar. We see that that has been uh, inserted between the account uh, of those two's burial, the, uh, in a sense, a picture of the completion of those things that God had promised, the conquest and the occupation, but in between the insertion of the account of the burial of Joseph's bones, which take us right back to God's original salvation purposes, brought about through the person of Abraham, the great patriarch, and continued upwards. The whole Bible is really the story of God's people. It starts at Genesis 12, we might say. And uh, we have seen that that salvation plan of God is epic. It runs from eternity to eternity. And it is a single plan. It has an amazing coherence. That's one of the things about the Bible that is so convincing to anyone who will come to it with an open mind and open heart, which is that the material is so wonderful. It hangs together in an extraordinary way. And the book of Joshua is preaching the gospel. It is building God's church. Did you know that uh, the Hebrew name Joshua is, the, is identical to the Greek name for Jesus? Uh, Joshua means God is salvation, and Jesus is commonly uh, translated to mean the Lord saves. Uh, if you read uh, the Old Testament in the Greek translation, the Septuagint, which would have been the scriptures that uh, were known in the time of Jesus, the name Joshua is translated Jesus, which is exactly how Jesus' name is translated. It's quite startling when you read it for the first time. You say, what's Jesus doing here in the Old Testament? But it's just the name for Joshua. And what we see there is a picture of, through Joshua, that wider salvation plan of God that was brought about in the conquest that uh, Jesus achieved at the cross and in the call to discipleship to which all people throughout the world are called. 
Now, how are we to apply this? I think the first thing to say is that there is no future in this world. You know, that is one of the great realities that this pandemic has brought upon us, isn't it? It is a kind of message to the world. So many people have learned that the things that they thought were dependable, and perhaps this has been brought home to each of us too, are not dependable at all. They can suddenly be undependable. They can be taken away. And that's why this lockdown time has actually provided, I think, amazing evangelistic opportunities in that great means that God has provided, the internet, that enables outreach to every corner of our world. And I have to say, speaking as the pastor teacher of Lionstown, we have seen amazing growth in our outreach and in our attendance of uh, particularly our midweek vineyard ministry because we've been reaching out so far. God has enabled that to happen by setting in people's hearts, firstly, an idea that this world must have more. There must be more in this world than just living out our lives. And secondly, being able to reach them with the message of the Bible, the gospel. Do you know, uh, characters in the Bible come and go. So Joshua comes, and now he's dead. Eleazar, his priest, comes, and now he's dead. Joseph, that great deliverer of his people that occupies so many chapters at the end of Genesis, well, he's dead. His bones are buried. These great characters, they arrive, and they pass away. Now, that is an important message, isn't it? The only constant in the Old Testament and in the New is God, Almighty God. The brevity of human life is transcended by God. We cannot find fulfillment and purpose in this life. We were discussing today um, uh, with some people the titles that are given to magazines. You see, the world tries to find perfection and fulfillment in this life. That's why you have magazines entitled Ideal Home or Perfect Housekeeping. Uh, and you can think probably of lots of other magazines that are grasping at that thing that isn't here in this world, but that is to be found somewhere else. And we'll return to this important theme tomorrow. Heavenly Father, please, would we not seek for perfection in this world? Would we not seek to find ultimate satisfaction in this world? Because we know it can't be found. We pray that you would point us and many to the perfection that lies elsewhere and to which your word points. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.